Hello everyone, welcome to another talk. We're going to work a bit on Fly Me to the Moon and we're going to talk about um, kind of the process of, of deciding um, voicings and uh, how to put together which is kind of a simple chord melody, I think. So um, I think we'll do, what I'll do is I'll start out with just a little playing, a little improv to start us out, and uh, then we'll move on to the main topic of our uh, talk here. So, um, so the basic concept behind uh, playing on uh, on uh, or with chord melody, uh, working on chord melody, is to um, uh, think about how the uh, the melody note relates to uh, the chord that you're playing. And in this particular song, it follows a, a 
pretty, um, pretty regular pattern here. Uh, with uh, kind of landing on the thirds quite a lot. All right, so we're going to go through, kind of um, check that out here. Uh, work through that. Some issues with the cameras, it seems. All right, so let's go through uh, and work on some of these um, concepts here of playing some of these tones and bring up the lead sheet here as we as we go. Okay, so one thing we want to do here is identify what, how the melody relates to the chord. So C would be, let's say, the flat third on the A minor chord. Okay. So we take, let's say, take the root note and take the uh, the third there. Okay. The next note is a non-chord tone. Okay, so we get a nine. So we could play a whole host of different um, voicings. We could play something a little more like this, like this. Basically, a C major seven version. Okay, and then we get to the root note. Okay, and then the eleven. Or the seven, rather, the flat seven. Okay, and then we end up falling onto the third of the next chord. Okay, so that's the flat third of the D minor. See if I can kind of get this uh, working right here. Okay, there we go. Okay, so we have the flat third of the D minor. Okay, and so you can kind of go through this, and the first thing is to maybe recognize what's a chord tone, what's a non-chord tone. So we're ending here um, on the flat seven of this chord, and we end on the third of the G seven. Okay, and we're just trying to keep keep an idea. So there's a nine chord tone. This is a nine. to the C major seven. So you see we're, we're really trying to track um, exactly where, let's say it lands on when the chord is first introduced or even just before the chord is introduced. So notice on this chord, we have a C major seven. Okay, and then uh, the 
the chord quality changes kind of underneath it as, as it uh, as that note rings out. Okay, and then moving down here, we have the uh, major third of the F major seven. So let's bring it down here. And of course, you can you know do a lot of different voicings. We'll talk about some real basic things. Okay, and then it's a little bit outside of a chord. You could try an inversion. And be able to kind of harmonize every uh, every note, but we're going to pinpoint these really significant moments where the uh, chord changes here. So the D is going to be the flat third of the uh, B minor seven. And then again, moving, moving on. And then you could work through these inversions. Okay, and then what you can do from all this is uh, start to piece together an arrangement. So find the you know fundamentals, and then piece together an arrangement. So the C on the A minor seven will be uh, the flat third. So you see, pretty much each time, at least so far, we've um, started with the third of, of the given chord. Okay, so we get uh, the C, and then you could use that as an opportunity to, to work at different voicings, combinations of notes. Okay, and then here we have the major third, and the chord changes to a dominant seven. So that that makes sense there. Okay. All right. So let's take a let's take a brief break, and we'll we do a little more playing, and uh, then we'll get back to more of this. Uh, idea here. Thank you. 
head back to our uh, talk a little bit here. And um, okay, so now we end up changing things around a little bit. We get the uh, the root note and the fifth on the D minor. Okay, so then we get the inversions of that. Um, so right here we have the root note. And so this is a good exercise uh, for you to try is, is take, a, take a D minor seven, let's say, and identify what inversion and what voicing type uh, you might put on it. So drop two is probably gonna be a good starting place for a lot of these, but uh, so drop two, third inversion, and drop two, uh, first inversion, right? And then you could, change them in different ways or make little moving parts inside there so then the uh, a becomes the, the nine right so you could put a put a big root note down there or you could play here and then you know good opportunity to check out any uh, technical challenge that challenges that may occur as well. So what does that C do to the G7 there? So it makes it a sus sort of sound, right? And then we go to, let's say the first inversion of the C major seven, or you could use E minor seven, or maybe even drop three kind of voicing. the D minor, so we have the flat seven and the flat three. So then we're getting back into the sevens and threes there. It's interesting. Right, so same chord as before, but each note is a little lower. So we've got the flat seven there. Okay, um, F, which is the third, becomes the flat seven of the G. Right, so then you could say, well, I'll do some arranging type things on that maybe to drop this note and leave the other note ringing. Okay, that's the nine on that chord. Okay, then we have the root. And then sus4 to the third. Let's see, you know what? I think we kind of skipped over a chord here. Let's go back. Um, so let's go back to the first A here. Let's look at it. This is actually really super important. So um, notice we have this G sharp on the E, right? So just kind of leading up to that. And then we have this G sharp. So that is a part where, you know, you want to make sure that you're not simply pulling out of the key of no sharps, no flats, that you have this uh, E dominant seven there. 
right? And I guess I kind of think of the Phrygian dominant to help, help just kind of put that into context and how that, how that all works there. So the second half of the tune is uh, really very similar um, to to the first, um, but we'll get we'll get to it. We'll come back to it. Let's do a little bit of like first. I think I need to turn my monitor up here a little bit. Okay, and um, so I'll kind of put some chords in there. Go through this a little bit. I'm just gonna kind of start right on it for now here.
so let's take a look at the uh, second half of the tune. So everything really just kind of fairly similar. Um, you might find different spots to harmonize. I'm kind of purposely not trying to play the melody here. Okay. And find maybe different kind of cool uh, voicings and things. Maybe try. part where it's a, it's a little bit different um yeah i think even on the very end it might go up to okay so um so hitting some different uh notes there and and uh working on some different uh, segments of the tune. All right, everybody. Well, um, thanks for checking out this video, this live stream. Hope you enjoyed it. And I will uh, see you all in the next one. Have a great practice session.